Welcome to Road Gay Roleplay. Previously on. <laughs> okay. Previously on Road Gay Roleplay. Trying to take my line. You sound like an evil villain and I'm living. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to previously. <laughs> so you have been hired by Brody Streets. You guys seem to be getting the hang of this wrestling. There is no one else that you know of that would have a grudge against you. I don't think so. BJ Fashion, before he joined my team, was working with Ron Wiener. Uh, he was the first one injured. Actually, he's from Soul Quest. He lives around here. Oh, a local man. Excellent. I think we should go talk to BJ. Sounds good to me. Sure. Absolutely. BJ's got a nice house, big old pickup truck in the driveway that looks like it has a little bit of damage on the back end of it. Rux, you are the only thing nearby taller than it. Everybody else is shorter than this truck. Rux is interested in the vehicle. Let me check it out. Uh, What kind of lock is this? All right, I know these locks. Step aside, everybody, and cover your ears. Oh, no. And cast knock on the door. Oh, God. Which opens the door, makes a huge noise, and everybody in, like, a, what, one-mile radius is scared shitless from it. The other thing that you notice is that the emergency brake is loose. It pulls to the right, towards the passenger side. It seems like it's leaning that direction. I mean, it just looks like a failed uh, emergency break to me. As you're doing this, the front door of the house swings open. What the hell are you doing here? What was that noise? What are you doing to my truck? Ah, hello, sir. I am uh, Lynn Spector from uh, Balin You Out Detective Agency, and we are here at the bequest of your friend and teammate, Brody Street, to uh, make sure there is no foul play involved with the championship. Why don't you get away from the truck? Let me lock that. So just be careful and come on inside. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and because past Chris told me to, I did my taxes. <gasps> Shit. Oh. It's March, it. y'all. We got another yep. month. Last year I did them in October, so. Hi, my name is Katie, and I play Lens Specter St. Hit, and unlike my character, I also filed my taxes. <laughs> uh- <laughs> My name is Brandon. I play Bay, and I don't care who they send. I'm not paying my taxes. <laughs> I'm Tisha, and I play Rux Balladuccino, and I have yet to pay my taxes. Though I know how much I have to pay, I just haven't paid it yet. Hey, uh, I'm Jonathan. I play uh, Zastasha Felzar, and my boyfriend got his de- degree in accounting, so that really helps. He does my taxes nice. for free. Yes, and now he's a flight attendant, living the dream. Love it. Like most of us not using the degrees that we have. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep, yep. Yeah. (laughs) Who am I talking about? I don't have a degree. It's okay. I have an engineering degree, and I do absolutely nothing with it. Perfect. I've never not used my degree. Because you're an architect. You can't stop talking about it. 
the only jobs I've ever had have been in the industry. You've never had a non-architecture job? Like, you've never been, like, a server or, like, retail, Brandon? No, my first job was as a an intern at a landscape architecture firm. No wonder you're such a dick to the waiters. Wow. Wow. I, okay, I was going to say, first of all, that's amazing that that was your first job. What an opportunity. Thank you. It was top five in the world. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I'm going to make you clean a toilet one day. <laughs> what in the- a, to- a, toile- a toilet? A what? Like the perfume bottle? Uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's giving very much Cinderella. <laughs> Cinderella, clean the toilets. <laughs> and today we have a question. Uh, yes, the question is, is what early, like, 2000, 1990s camp movie do you love? Wait, 1990s? We're opening yeah, this up? Yeah, you just added ah, 1990s. You just added I, I said, I said, I said the early 2000s is the 1990s to 2010. Katie's our question asker because she gets to change the rules at the last second. <laughs> There is a joint check recorded where I said this almost an hour ago. I promise. Those twenty years as a decade, two decades. Honey, you did not say that out loud. I did. I'm in control of that, and I can edit it. (laughs) Well, no, this changes everything. No, this changes. Hold on, let let me. No. Okay, sorry. Fine. No, 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 no. no, We're keeping it because now I actually get to see what my favorite movie is. Okay. Okay. Same. I'll go first. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Mine is Kill Bill. Okay, slay the house down boots. Why kill Bill? It was my favorite movie of all time until I had until I watched uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail for the second time. But strong female character, they kill the dude that has like the pussy wagon and steal his truck. Like hell yeah, he deserves to die, and the women win in the end. And I think that's why. And also, I love Hannah, Daryl Hannah. Her character in that and the whistle oh so good the whole movie is amazing yeah all right second option was the royal tenenbaums oh but i didn't know if you all would know good movie yes. good never movie i've never seen it that's worth a watch if you liked glass onion never seen it's it. it's worth a watch okay all right well very much like glass onion yeah yeah so my favorite movie of all time we all know is the fifth element but a movie that sits near and dear to my heart Another one that I could literally be like, you know, diffusing a bomb. And if that movie comes on, I will stop the bomb and uh, I will stop what I'm doing and watch this movie. Because it's the bomb. Period. Oh, my God. And how appropriate, because I think they say that word in the movie. But, uh, it's 10 Things I Hate About You. Good movie. Yes. Uh, most because Joseph Gordon-Levitt is beautiful in that movie. Oh, adorable. Um, Heath Ledger could literally split me in half. And Julia Stiles, this is before, I think this is before Save the Last Dance, where she embarrassed herself. Yep. It's, it's a fantastic movie, especially the punch scene where little sister, uh, I think her name was like Bianca, she like punches the douchebag in the face. Like, I was like, oh my God, I'm into this, you know. That's the movie where she gives a poem and she's like, and the thing I hate the most is that I don't hate you at all. Yeah. yeah. There are so many good movies from like the early 2000s. If we're talking camp, because you got like Bedazzled, Miss Congeniality, Emperor's New Groove. I mean, Mean Girls is early. Okay. But my favorite, (laughs) (laughs) now that we've changed the year to also 90s, is But I'm a Cheerleader. Yes. That was like my queer awakening when I was young. Yeah. 
just I, I still have that scene of the of the girl tasering herself under the sheets because she's gay but she's still jerking off but she's like oh but I'm gonna, now I'm like into tasering myself yeah I wouldn't have been so before <laughs> <laughs> right I've loved myself into being into tasering we actually watched that movie for our why is this a movie really oh, I yes it. which you can do on our discord slate yeah and I think overall we rated it really high. It's such a good movie. Mine is still from the 2000s. Changing it to the 90s didn't really change anything for me. And that's because we chose camp. And specifically for the camp reason, I'm going with Jennifer's body. Mm. Oh, my uh, God. That's the one with Meghan Markle, right? <laughs> Me- Meghan Fox. Fox and Megan. Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a great movie. So many, so many gay parts in it. Panic at the Disco's Jennifer Body's song is in it. Oh my god. It's all it's all good. Anytime Brendan Yuri screams go down on me, I'm listening. <laughs> <sighs> so I was watching Jennifer's Body with uh, me and some other, you know, you know, sapphic friends, blah blah blah. And we were just watching the part where like Needy and Jennifer are like, spoiler alert, making out on their bed when she's a monster. <laughs> Yeah, we were all just like literally sitting there, not breathing. And one of my friends is like, "So we just, you know, sit here and watch softcore porn together now? Like that's that's what we do. That's what we do when we hang out." I haven't seen that yet. It's a good movie. Definitely good, good this movie. problematic stereotype of she is a psychotic bisexual bitch, <laughs> obsessed yeah. with her best friend. Psychotic, hot. I don't I feel care. Like Katie's definitely talked about this on the pod before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rewatch all the Great Jan movie. episodes from The Office. I love the crazy Tammy episodes from Parks and Rec. I obviously have a problem. Yeah, you're just like an unstable. Yeah, I can fix her. <laughs> <laughs> she just hasn't been loved right. <laughs> Anyways, mine is Spy Kids, and I didn't think about it at first, oh. but oh. I got my spy kids cd in a fucking cereal box and what is more <laughs> early 2000s than getting free movies in a cereal box it's also very camp and just the costuming the cgi the hair the technology it's it's really good and the movies just get more campy incredible Okay, I feel like Machete or Machete. He was with in Danny it. Trejo. Like their uncle. <laughs> yes, literally. And it was like a spin-off of Spy Kids. <laughs> Machete's their fucking uncle in Spy Kids. And it's like an it's like an R-rated like Spy Kids spin-off. And you're like, this is the Spy Kids extended universe. Like Is that legit a spin-off of Spy Kids? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I haven't watched Spy Kids, but I did watch Machete. You really need to watch the Spy character Kids. like originated Spy Kids, but I it's so wild it's like oh your kid watches spy kids do you want to know what their hardcore uncle does <laughs> doesn't like the opening scene of machete is that girl pulling a phone out of her cooch <laughs> wild oh my god now i need to okay. watch that my my new one is spy kids but the one where the phone comes out of the cooch <laughs> sorry do we need to be less sexually chaotic S- sausage <laughs> wallet <laughs> axe wound um, oh, don't wow. say axe. Okay. Front pocket. Ugh. Well, I just, guess it was literally a pocket. Yeah. It's time to go home. So this was great, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Normally this would be our transition into the episode, but I don't have anything to tie these two things together. So I'm going to do a couple of shout outs before we start. First, we're a little bit late, but happy birthday, Andrea. Our Pickles, which is our top Patreon tier, get birthday month shout outs. And I missed Andrea's last month, but I'm fixing it now. So happy birthday, friend, from all of us at RGRP. And also, our very own Brandon was a special guest on the podcast, Oops All Dragons. Brandon's episode just came out this week, so when you're done listening to our show, look for Oops All Dragons and give it a listen. But before you go searching for a new podcast, you have to listen to us first. And to start the story, we need to know what happened last time. Girl, I don't know. It's been a few weeks. Oh, we weeks. got hired for a wrestling gig. Yes! Yes, you were hired by Brody Streets to investigate why his teammates have been dropping one by one before the big event. You have gone through some wrestling training and you now have some new skills you can use in the ring. You found out that one of Brody's teammates, BJ Fashion, lived in Soul Quest City. He was injured during an accident at his home and you were investigating that. At first, stealthily trying to see if you could look in his truck, and then not so stealthily by once again casting Knock. Oh yeah, I did that. Which alerted BJ Fashion to your presence, and everybody got some fruit parfaits in their pockets. Yep, yep, yep. And BJ had just invited you inside after you convinced him that you were safe people, and thankfully Brody texted him to let him know you were coming. Uh, and he was just about to explain... What happened to him? So that's where we're going to pick up. You are inside BJ Fashion's house. As a reminder, he's got a huge leg brace on with pins going into his bones. So he is laid up at the moment. So I think it was, here's what happened was Brody's, was not Brody's, was BJ Fashion's last line. And everybody sounds the same. So I'm going to, if you don't know who's talking, please just tell me and I will say it again. Does everyone remember the roles that we picked? Yes, I have them here. Could you list them off? That would be great. Yes. (laughs) So the four roles are striker. So you can perform a powerful unarmed strike as a bonus action, as long as you're not using two-handed weapons. The striker is Rex. The technician can perform a submission as an action and make whoever they are submitting tap out. The technician is Bay. We also have the powerhouse. Bonus action to perform a slam. One slam attack equals 1d8 damage. Uh, The powerhouse is Zestasha. And then there is the high flyer. And that is a bonus action to jump onto the top rope, attack from the top rope. And it's a plus d10 to damage. But if you fail, you get 1d10 damage because you missed the jump. And Lynn is the high flyer. I thought we were having somebody sit out or no. Yeah, you were each given your traits, but you haven't decided what's going to happen at the event. That's something you guys can talk out. And whoever does sit out is going to get to be the manager. And during that, you'll have an action where you can distract the referee or distract an opponent and maybe get them to be looking another way, giving your team an advantage. Mm -hmm. But we'll worry more about the logistics of the fight when we get there. That's all the way on Sunday night when the main event happens. We're still on, I believe, late Monday? Yeah, like I think we had just gotten to the gym for our first training. Yeah, you went to the gym in the morning, worked out there, figured out your stuff, and then after the gym, you left. I think you went back to, I don't know if it's Monday or Tuesday. It's what, it says Tuesday morning. Oh, it's Tuesday morning now? Perfect. Thank you, Katie. No worries. So yeah, you went to the gym on Monday, and then you went back to the agency, showered up, cleaned up. It's now Tuesday morning. You are at BJ Fashion's house, sitting in his living room. Uh, His leg is up on the couch, and uh, he starts texting with his left hand responding to Brody. They're here. Thanks for the warning. Go team. 
puts his phone down and he says, okay, here's what happened. One morning, it was really early, uh, it was still dark out, and it's cold, so I went out to start my car, went back inside, and after like 10 minutes, I came back out, but I guess when I started the car, I, I probably took the brake off, maybe? I don't know what happened, but I fell on some black ice that I didn't see the first time, I fell underneath my truck, I ended up hitting my truck on the way down, and that motion was enough for it to start rolling backwards, and rolled over and crushed my ankle. And as it was, after it rolled over me, it went down the driveway and took out my uh, neighbor's mailbox. So, still waiting on uh, hearing if the insurance is going to cover that, or if I'm going to have to pay for that out of pocket. That's really inconvenient. They always ask you to pay on time every month, but then when you ask them to pay for some random's mailbox, they're always like, that's not included in your policy if you mm -hmm. look under section 4B, term A. Yeah. It's very annoying. And I mean, I'll admit, I'm, I feel really lucky. That, that truck is six foot six, 10,000 pounds. Sorry, that's how wrestlers say height and weight. Yes, yes. <laughs> is this a work truck or just a, you know, I like having big truck truck? I just like a big truck. I like being up high, especially, you know, I'm not the tallest guy. So it's nice being way off the ground. Yes, and all of your friends like to ask you to move with, you know, yes. it's, it's very useful to be that friend. Definitely. And uh, I mean, all of my friends, since we're all wrestlers, we're all really strong. So it's really easy to move. It's a lot of fun. Yes. I, I mean, I'm surprised you have not started a moving company, you know? <laughs> well, I'm not doing shit right now. This ankle's got me out for at least another two months, probably longer. And there's like no magic that will, like, we obviously have... It, it, can you pay anyone for magic in this world to like heal your leg or anything? Like we know, uh, we know someone who has like these. Uh, I I don't know. They're like these little pads you put you get put in, and it like repairs everything. Oh. Hey, yeah, uh, Stasha. Do you think uh, you could hit up uh, Tokyo and maybe could see if we could borrow her tube thing, healing tube stuff? I think that she's, like, still on her, like, little honeymoon or something like that. But I can totally send her a message on Tentacle. Like, it'll be, like, so biblical if she responds or whatever. But we shouldn't expect much. You know, I'm still kind of, like, on the lower end or whatever. So, I mean. She gave me her personal cell phone number. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be, like, appropriate. To, like, call her, like, right now. So maybe just, like, a little message. Or, you know, maybe we do, like, what we did back at the hotel. And then we don't, like, message her at all. But we just talked. What was his name? Nigel the Butler? Winston? The Butler. Yeah. We should probably just try and get in contact with Bruno the Butler. <laughs> just refuse to remember names. And I'm never going to. Nope. That's <laughs> fine. So, um... You, I mean, this is new car. Why does it not have auto start feature? I mean, I think that a man such as yourself, you would know to keep the parking brake pulled. Yeah, we don't, we try not to put auto starts on manual vehicles because if you ever accidentally leave it in gear when you auto start the car, it drives forward. I guess that sounds like something that cars would do. Yeah, your DM totally doesn't know that by experience. <laughs> oh my god, Chris. <laughs> Okay, to be fair, it was Mark, and he actually crashed into a building. Oh my god. What building was it important? Uh, it was a brick building. It was not great. He put an auto start on a manual vehicle? Yeah, M more than one, but the, that one specifically got into a really bad accident. Was the building all right? 
Yeah, the building was fine. Building was fine. The car was a little jacked. Cars are built with crumple zones now, so the car was designed. Yeah, oh, relatable. Uh, <laughs> Brandel crumple zone. That's what they call me in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I cast a read mind spell on him. Yeah, you got his like surface thoughts with that, right? I get like his surface thoughts. So he's in a lot of pain. He was suspicious. He doesn't like his big truck anymore. Like, how much does he believe his own story of, I guess I just, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things that it kind of like you forget that you put the ketchup back in the fridge because you just assume that you do. But like, yeah, I think you're that's kind of it where he doesn't remember touching the break. And so it's weird that it happened. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think he thinks that it's weird all around, but he's also looking at it as it happened, and I don't know what else happened. Mm-hmm. You don't have any security cameras. None of your neighbors are a little, you know, obsessed with making sure there is no raccoons in their garbage, and they have security cameras. Actually, my neighbor across the street has the doorbell camera, and that's how they, they sent that to their insurance company to prove that my truck hit their mailbox. So, I, I yeah. Oh, this neighbor, are they open to talking to other people, or are they a little, you know? I mean, she's a crotchety old bitch, but I'm sure you could talk to her. Yeah, it's usually those type of people that have those kind of doorbells, I've found. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you. So we will go visit her, see if we can get a copy of that video, because, I mean, this has not happened to you before. Is this your first time owning such truck? No, I've I've had trucks plenty of times, and I haven't had any problem with, you know, when you have a driveway that slopes like mine, you know to keep it in park, you know to pull the brake up, like... Uh, Things get rusty if you don't use them regularly. I mean, it was early, I hadn't had my energy drink yet. Actually, it might still be in the truck. It is. Oh. <laughs> At least it's not open. It was. Oh, It's no. moldy. Damn, I opened it too. Ugh. I think that it is... The mold is feeding off of the fake sugar in the energy drink. I don't know what has happened, but it's like a new life form. Oh, great. It's very beautiful. Well, when I get to cleaning my truck, I will get that out of there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just an accident. I don't know why Brody had to come out here. Did he show you the video of the other accident of large production? He did not. We are just working our way down the list, but do you have a video? Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, it was on, uh, can you hand me that laptop? And he'll reach out to of, you. Of course, of course. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, he takes it from you, uh, opens it up, holds it in his right hand, and he starts typing on it. Uh, here, here, here. And he pulls up a video, and it is of the wrestling match. The match was uh, the last event of the night. It was Large Production versus DDD Stone Donson. And the video is of Large Production who, again, is seven foot five, 500 pounds, yep. climbing up onto the top rope. And as soon as both of his feet are planted and he starts to stand up, the turnbuckle gives way and the rope falls to the ground. And as that happens, large production falls outside of the ring and lands kind of on his upper neck and upper back, Ugh. Ugh. falls directly to the ground. And you see the referee kind of stumble after the ring gives way. Uh, he rolls out of the ring, checks on him, and you can see him throw up uh, an X symbol with his arms. And BJ goes, that right there, the X, that means someone's seriously injured and everything has to stop. So they're getting paramedics out, and I think they've got him uh, at home. That's really bad. Yeah. 
and they don't include like those healing pods as part of the wrestler association insurance thing. <laughs> no, they've got our contract pretty fucked up where we don't get insurance, so we get what we have to pay for. I think that you guys should unionize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we really should. Yeah, contracted athletes is what we're called, which means that we don't have to be under insurance. We're not employees. Lit is like, do I provide health insurance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How'd you, how'd you mark them? Are they employees or the contractors? Do. I, I think you do. I think I do. Or I'm going to start doing it now. I have some extra bones if you we need one. If there's a broken. <laughs> I, I think mine's healing up fine. Thank you. Uh, the pins and all. Honestly, I'll take the break. You know what I mean? I work. It's We're away from home 200, 300 days a year. I mean, there's a lot of traveling, a lot of on the body. I'm... I'm okay with taking some time off. This was my body telling me to just stop for a little bit. Hey, there anyone special that has been helping you, you know, with your injuries while <sighs> you are at home? I wish. It's kind of hard to meet people on the road, you know, unless you want to marry other wrestlers, which I don't. I seem like there would be a lot of professional and personal issues to work through that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know how wrestlers are, and I don't need two of that in my life. I'm enough. You are enough. When do, when do I get to wrestle somebody? Oh, um, are you guys taking our spot? Oh, well, hang on a second. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we offered to uh, take the spot because they're paying us. So I don't know if that makes us scabs or, or whatnot. Then I really hope it doesn't because, you know, I'm not done with no scabs. Oh, man. I mean, I'm glad Brody's not on his own... I was worried that he'd only be two people, so I'm glad he's got people. Oh man, that's gonna be tough. You guys should. You guys are uh, in for a beating. I'll tell you, some tough people there. I sorry. I, when when I'm sorry if that was awkward. In my defense, all wrestlers look alike to me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we all sound alike too. <laughs> when he was talking about it's nice to be home like that kind of stuff was there any like surface thoughts where it was like this is an accident on purpose or is he really happy about Brody still going is he happy about us being replaced oh there's some melancholy there's okay he doesn't like being at home I think this is more talking himself into liking being at home okay and a, a little bit of jealousy that you guys are getting to be the main event in the biggest uh stadium in his hometown yeah he's mm -hmm. he's not feeling great about this but i think he's trying to keep give himself that pep talk yeah uh why don't you guys roll history so i can kind of remind you of some things you may want to ask i have a plus seven in history and i got a 10 child you're such a good dm <laughs> i have a plus zero and i got an 18 not you better than me <laughs> i got a 25 well we got two really good ones already so some questions that you want to ask specifically lynn you remember that bj fashion was in a tag team with ron wiener you know the captain of one of the other teams so that might be something you want to dive into that's here in my notes that um you actually have personal connection to other team is there anyone that you could think of specifically that would have a grudge out for you for you know brody it says like Hit Ronwina. That's a funny name. <laughs> sounds like Wiener. It yeah. does sound like Wiener. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it's John Cena. I know. Yeah, Ron and I were uh, 
we were tag team partners for a while. Uh, we just weren't winning matches together. Like, we're both really good wrestlers. We just couldn't, we just weren't a good team. Uh, so we talked it out, and we decided that we're just going to go for singles titles. I, I won my first singles title a month later, and uh, Weena challenged me for it. He challenged me for the title, and I won in the end, so I retained. So, I mean, it might be a little animosity, but he won the title eventually. Yeah, yeah. And there was just no chemistry. I mean, good friends. Yeah, I, I didn't look at it as a grudge match when we faced off. It was, he was the number one contender, I'm the champion. That's, that's how the fight goes. Part of the job. Yeah. I didn't think there was any animosity, but I mean, I don't think he appreciated me joining Brody's team. I mean, you'd think that work is just work, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I like Ron. He's a great guy. I think he'd let the power go to his head if he was in charge. And I'm really concerned that the jealousy would make him put me lower on the roster. And I mean, I'm a former champion. I want a title shot again. But you will just be the guy who wasn't as good as him forever. Yeah. So I would prefer he doesn't win. And Mortician, I absolutely don't want to win because he's the champion right now. And the per- champion shouldn't be in charge. The Mortician, Reign of Terror. Yeah, if, if he's the champion and he becomes in charge, then he'll never schedule a championship match. So he'll never lose the title. He wants to go for the record for longest uh, champion reign. He'll just never book a match for himself. So winning by not losing. Yeah, exactly. So my only choice was Brody Streets. Is there other wrestlers that feel that way, that Brody is the only option, or is the community split? Well, I mean, it's pretty split considering the teams. But everyone that's not involved in a team just doesn't want to get involved. They don't want to piss off their new boss. Okay. I mean, I, don't, I get it. Our last boss was pretty shitty. But, I mean, that's why he's not our boss anymore. Yes. That's why you get better and beat him. Uh-huh. Wow, who would have known that uh, there was so much internal drama in uh, wrestling? Yeah, definitely is. I mean, that championship means a lot. Yeah, I guess that's what makes it a good show. Yeah, the passion of the athletes. Yeah, there's real-world consequences for everyone involved. I don't understand how uh-huh. you work when it matches. Isn't it all scripted? Wrestling has evolved since the uh, 1900s, 2000s. <laughs> and uh, it's much more physical and dangerous now. So no, it's not all scripted. Is some of it scripted? Yeah, some of it's scripted. We got to know how to talk to each other. Not everybody's great on the mic when it comes to promos. So we have to script those. Oh, wait. So it's not fake anymore? Oh, no. We're hitting hard. So I have to really hit people? <laughs> yeah, I suggest you do. I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's the attitude you need. Oh, you're going to be good. Huh. Okay, this has gotten a lot more dangerous. I really do need to reassess our health plan, but uh, it just seems like we are against two bad guys. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, Ron's not a bad guy. I just don't think he'd do well in a leadership position. He has not done well in a leadership position. Right. Yeah, I mean, he was champion once, but it was only for three days, so. Like Jesus. Yeah, I held the championship for five months. I lost it to Italian Saddle. An Italian Saddle held it for eight or eight months or so, and then lost it to Ron Wiener, and then Wiener held it for three days and lost it to Mortician, and then Mortician's been champ ever since. He held a Wiener for three days? Wiener was a Wiener for three days. (laughs) I feel like there's another question that I need to be asking, but I don't know what it is. Who did it? Yeah. <laughs> Who ran you over? Go talk to the dude that fell off the... that the ring mm-hmm. collapsed on? I'm the only one in town out of the injured people. 
VFAX and Large Production live in separate cities, so they're at home recovering from their injuries. I mean, is it normal for the ropes to just collapse like that? I mean, it takes a lot to break those rings. I mean, we're we're huge athletes. They're they're made to fit us. But I mean, large production is the biggest of all of us. So yeah, but I mean, I've seen people, you know, like bounce on them and stuff. Like he just stood there, right? He was just standing there. Yeah, he hadn't even bounced. It yet. shouldn't have happened. No. <laughs> who uh who who looks over the safety? Who's the safety guy? Uh, we got a crew that sets up the ring before the match. The referees are supposed to check, do a quick check of the ring before each match. Huh. Yeah. All of this seems too, uh, coincidental, right? A lot of little things. Yeah, two times a coincidence, but three times? I mean, there's a pattern there. I think that's the science. Three times a lady. (laughs) Yeah. Once you get to a lady, then it's a pattern. Ah. I guess it's good that he's got you on his team. And I'll be rooting for you from home. You don't want to come and watch? No, I'm stuck in this fucking metal. It's, it's, it's a hassle to drive in this thing. Especially stick shift, you can't really get it down there. Oh, that makes sense. Are we going to try to get him into Zasasha's healing thing? Or not Zasasha's, uh, Tokyo bed and breakfast? No, I don't think he actually cares. It's not like he wants the break. No, he's trying to convince himself that he wants the break, but he doesn't really. He convinced me to not put forth any more effort. <laughs> Why don't you all, while you're trying to figure this out, why don't you roll perception for me? And also, like, we saw that the brake line was cut, right? Uh, It wasn't cut. It was specifically not severed. The emergency brake handle was very loose. So there is probably some sort of problem with the connection. But you didn't see any severing underneath the car, no. I got an eight. Bay is satisfied. Case closed. It was an accident. Yeah, I got a 19. 20. Dirty. Everyone but Bay. Um, I think you guys realize that it might be time to go talk to the neighbor about that camera. And as you're about to suggest that, three of you look out the window and see some red and blue flashing lights on the street. Um, um is that a uh, is that the police? Hey, do you have like a hidey place or something? I can go out <laughs> the back or anything. Um, maybe some gloves. Wait. I don't know. Um, Rex, why do you why do you want to hide? It's just the police. Well, because I know, but last time that detective dude, he was asking to see my hands, and I know he saw him before I hid him behind my back. I come, I come. The thing is, we were in the house, and I scratched that door, and I yeah. touched the computer, yeah. and I touched all that stuff. Of course, but like you're innocent until proven guilty, so like they can't they can't really trace anything back to us right now. Um, although, but I'm guilty of being in the house. Yeah, I mean, I am too, but I, you know, I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. You know what, Rex, how about this? I do all the talking, okay? Okay. And you know what? Who's to say that they're even coming for us? Maybe they're coming for, like, something else or whatever, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. Coming in for the guy that got his own leg run over. Got it. You know, well, I mean, they, they could just be doing an investigation, Rex. With their lights on? Yeah. To... All right, fine. Whatever. I think that you shouldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah Rugsy Poo, you, you, you had a really tough tummy day, okay? So just go ahead and go to the bathroom for like, <laughs> for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a window in the bathroom? We might lose them. Um, no, I think that that's a terrible idea because, you know, like, Rex is a big person and jumping through a window probably, like, would be really obvious. 
And I don't know. We found out the Winston Grease Tub. They can fit anywhere. Mm, okay, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. I'm just gonna go out back. I look at Lin Specter. So, Lin, are we? Should we go outside, or should we just wait for them to come in, or like, what should we do? I think that we should just stay here. Go. I don't think that we should take any action. Absolutely. I mean, we don't even know if they are here for us. Absolutely. Maybe someone was horribly murdered. Okay. Well, Rex goes into the uh, bathroom. Is there a okay. window we can look out? Yeah. If you look out and want to see what's going on, you can see that there's two officers. One of them is Inspector Riceballs, which you met earlier. Fucking Riceballs. And the other one you do not recognize. And they're at two separate neighbor's doors. And as you continue watching, the one you don't recognize leaves the door and then moves on to the next house. They're just canvassing. We need to ask the neighbor some questions. I look at the inspector and I say, oh my god, like, what are they asking about what happened over here? Like, maybe we should, like... And you know what? What if they, like, maybe have leads on what happened to Tommy Wasabi because Tommy Wasabi's dead. Uh, That's right. But I don't think that we should let them know that we know him. Don't talk to the police. Don't talk to him. Do you guys hear something from the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. That, that volatile diary is just, like, it's almost speaking a language I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. Well, then we can just, uh, we're just, uh, are we, we're saying all of this in front of... Yeah, I know. Buddy here. Yeah, yes, you are. This guy, Tommy Wasabi, he just sells cigarettes near my house, and he died, unfortunately. But this is the city, so. Yeah, we probably didn't kill him. That. Oh wow, babe! Thank you. <laughs> that is such good information to share. Um. <laughs> um. What? No, we for sure did not kill him. <laughs> probably. I mean, they're probably here because of that loud ass noise you made. Oh. What? That was not us. What noise? No, but my neighbors might have called. What do you mean? I came out and saw you guys fucking with my truck after that huge noise and the parfaits came in my pockets. Oh. <laughs> that is the noise that parfaits make when they uh, materialize. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not normal for them to appear like this. So they're obviously, you know, everything with balance. Loud noise. Lovely dessert. Well, yeah, deception, deception. I'm rolling deception. <laughs> yep. To lie about the laws of physics in reality. Exactly, exactly. I got a 19, so yeah. Damn. <sighs> I think this is another one of those things where it's like the break, where he thinks that something's up, but he can't make sense of anything else than what you've said. So yeah. he's just choosing to believe that for now. Maybe not convinced, but more like, uh, okay. Cognitive dissonance. It's just easier. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I think that, one, these police officers are asking these neighbors the exact questions that we want to hear. Is there any way that we can listen to what the police are saying without listening to what the police are saying? I can't be invisible. I don't trust you because you like to share information that does not really need to be shared. So if you were to get caught, I feel like you would probably make things worse. Oh, Oh, you kill one guy and all of a sudden... I have no <laughs> recollection of anyone that you possibly killed because I don't know what you're talking about. And that's just like really crazy that you keep bringing that up. So maybe we should like go ahead and, you know, find a place for you to be too. Um, maybe a closet somewhere. And then. I think we should tell the police about the sewer people. You know, maybe. But let's do that at an appropriate time whenever they're looking for sewer people. I, I think Bay goes to the bathroom to hang out with Rex. Okay. Well, you have a good time. I think that's a really excellent idea. 
Have a good time in the bathroom. Make sure that Rex doesn't diarrhea all over the toilet. Okay, is that so. going to happen to my toilet? I better be a two-seater in there. Oh, no. Wow. Okay. I mean, Rex doesn't have an upset tummy. They eat four hot dogs. It's not... I don't think that would upset their tummy. No. No, Chris, no. We'll soon find out. <laughs> Can I, I want to look out the window and see if they're coming to the door. I think that you're realizing they are making their way around. So you, you've got a choice to make whether you want to talk to them or hide or run. Definitely want to talk to them. Because why not? Okay. Then there's going to be a knock at the door. Would you guys mind getting that? That's BJ since all of my voices sound alike this season. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> I'll go get the door now. <laughs> and Thank I'm like you. laughing because I'm nervous. Oh my god, who is it? Are you opening the door or are you just saying that? I'm just saying it. I am opening the door. Oh, oh okay. Well. Okay. You've heard about me, but Liz is one that likes to help and talk to police. I just don't want them to always be like, don't be around crime scenes. Oh my god, you know hello. I mean? Like, you're, um, you're inspector, you're detective. Rice balls. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, funny, yes, yes. Funny, I see you two here. Why is that funny? I'm not really laughing. I mean, we were hired to do a job just like you. It's funny seeing you here. What are you two here investigate? What, what I'm doing here, we got another call about a loud bang noise very similar to the ones we heard over at the smoke shop. So we're asking the neighbors what they heard and why, and all they're saying is they heard a loud noise and then a bunch of fruit parfaits ended up in their pockets. And then I knock on a door and once again, I see your face. Oh, you're friends wow. with you? The uh, Rucks and... I'm sorry, I forget the other name. It's so crazy that you know us on a name-by-name -name basis. I think that's really awesome. Well, I'm Zastasha, and this is Lynn, and we're really cool people, and we're so glad to have you here. Also, that's really crazy because, and I'm going to pull out a little bit of the parfait from my um, from my pockets as well. The parfait's got in my pockets too, and it's just really annoying because this cat suit is very much so designer, and I just don't understand why we just keep having clothes destroyed. Like... It's really weird. Inspector, what was your name? Nutsack? Like, <laughs> rice balls. Oh, okay, there we go. Rice balls. My question to you is, is that like the last time you saw us anywhere, you saw us at like Lynn's, our detective agency. So like, why would you like totally not see us there? Are you trying to draw conclusions off of like weird evidence or something like that? Because it's just kind of like crazy. It's peculiar that the two instances that we've had a loud noise, you are the only faces I've seen twice. And it just happened. So what are you, do you live here? Is this your house? Oh no, as Lynn Spector said earlier, we're actually here on business. We are working with someone right now and I point to... BJ Fashion. BJ Fashion. Yeah, I point to BJ Fashion. I say, yeah, we're here to help him. We've been hired to kind of figure out what's been going on around here. Right, BJ Lynn Fashion? Lynn is going to pull out a business card. Uh, okay. Like, I'm talking like Moo Commerce. This shit is shiny. He didn't have a really good social media manager, so he's just like, I'm just going to get really nice business cards. <laughs> Great. Gone through and stamped the tentacle handle on all of them. The inspector will laugh a little bit and he'll say, so what can you tell me about the loud noise? Were you here when it happened this time? No. You didn't hear it? I mean... You have parfait in your pocket, but you didn't hear the noise. That's a good question. I mean, we were asking BJ here a lot of questions. 
it takes a long time for me to process things. That's why I do all my best thinking when I am cooking. Did you know that? That I do all my best thinking while I am cooking? That's a fun little fact about me, just for you to know. He starts rubbing the bridge of his nose. <laughs> I mean, we were here asking questions about his injury, and there was, you know, a car that ran over this man. And this is weird because cars normally don't move without permission. <laughs> so we are here to investigate what happened to this vehicle. Absolutely. We do have an injured person right here that's clearly injured. And like, I think that's where our attention should be focused right now in getting this person the justice that they do deserve. So I say in like a like a like a whisper, this man is emotionally damaged. He is not working. This is his life. We are just trying to visit a man with no hobby and no friend. Okay. So once again. (laughs) Yeah. Did you hear? The noise. Did we hear? There the- was a lot of noises that we heard. Oh my god! <laughs> can I talk to Mister Fashion BJ? Can I can I speak to the owner of the house? Oh my god! I think that'd be like such a great idea, but I think that he's kind of out of commission right now. You know, it's just been such a trying time for him with the accident, being ran over, losing um his friends, uh possibly losing his job, and you know, not having a way to live. That maybe being like questioned and like um um verbally assaulted by someone such as you, uh, Detective Detective Scrotum. Yeah, Scrotum. Like maybe it's probably like not the best. Thing for you to talk to him right now but if you just give him a little bit of time maybe like come back um in the future um or never or you know like whatever like maybe he can answer some questions then or like never so like maybe come back another never this, this man is in emotional distress <laughs> uh, well i'm gonna i'll finish my rounds in the neighborhood then i'll stop back and see if he's feeling better I don't think I'm going to go anywhere until I get all the facts I need. And for some reason, I feel like there's some in this house. It's because I have a type of animal magnetism that people are hopelessly attracted to. It's not your fault. It Mm. happens all the time. It happened actually to a man close to me recently. He just, I don't know what it is. It, It must be the way I drink my coffee. But thank you for this compliment. Uh, like I said, I will reject your advances at this moment, but uh, it's very, it's very flattering. I'll come back, or don't. This is okay. Suspicion is one step away from emotional love. Mm. Uh, he'll uh, tip his head and start walking away. I, I, I do a hair flip with my ponytail and turn back to BJ Fashion. I mean, I, I, I'm BJ Fashion. I could have talked to him. I, I know, I know that you could have talked to him or whatever, but like, I just see that you're like very tired right now and you're just like very exhausted. So like, maybe you shouldn't talk to him right now. Why don't you roll deception now? I am actually going to roll command. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. Hang on, Jonathan. Go ahead, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm going to roll command at what level? Command doesn't, I don't think it like has a stronger chance of being successful at a higher level i think yeah it's, it's just an additional creature okay yeah. i'm gonna cast it at the lowest level that i can he must succeed on a wisdom saving throw okay i got my dice this one is BJ. named uh spinach dumpling nice it's one of the real ones that i have named 15 it meets it meets it beats it yeah 
Ugh. Okay. Can you still just say what you were going to command? Yeah, what were you thinking, though? Like, sleep. You've had a long day. <laughs> sleep? There's a spell called sleep. I don't have that spell, though. <laughs> Rex does. Do we notice the magic or feel the magic whenever you do your command? No, I don't think so. Unless I think affected creatures know. No. I don't know. I don't think they do. Uh, no, they, they don't. Oh, they don't. They don't. Yeah. It just no, they, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I I look at Lynn Spectre and then I look at um, BJ Fashion. I say, yeah, like totally. Maybe you should just like go to sleep or whatever, and then you know like take some time. But before you do that though, like let's let's play let's play pretend. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be um um. I'm going to be uh, Detective Gonads, okay? Okay. And you're going to be, uh, you're going to be you. I'm BJ Fashion. So I'm, I'm Detective Gonads, and so I walk into yeah. your door. And, uh, I'm the detective. And did you hear any noise? And then, then like, what would you say? I'd say, yeah, I heard a noise. Uh, well, where did that noise come from? Uh. Uh, outside. I heard it, and then I went outside. Did you see anyone that you think could have made the noise? Yeah, there were four people near my truck. <laughs> <laughs> but the truck was uninjured. Uh, okay, well, you know, I don't think it was those four people, so maybe it could have been something else, because four people couldn't make a noise like that, right? Sure, it could have been something else. I didn't see what happened. Right, I just heard right. It. So it's just like some people buy your truck or whatever, and then, like, y'all did that or whatever. And then there's fruit in my pocket. Yeah. I'm the I'm the cop, and I'm right. So, and then I go back to the Sasha, and like probably oh, um, that was such good role play. You did such a good job. I'm so proud of you. If I could give you like what do they call them here? Um, not an Oscar, but a Ronald. It's it's you know that 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 little trophy thing that like actors and stuff get. Um, yes, the little bronze man. Yeah, yeah it's called a Ronald. Um, <laughs> If I could give you a Ronald for your acting right now, top tier. But maybe we need to leave out, like, certain information, you know? Or, like, maybe we need to let them know that, like, the sound did not come from anything that you heard, like, nearby because it was, like, such a weird sound or whatever. So, yeah. Like, you're doing great. I'm very proud of you. Just, like, take those little notes, those little critiques, and then, like, work with that or whatever. You know? You're doing great, though. I'm so proud of you. It's, it's either persuasion or deception. And I'll let you pick. Can I, like, do, like, a boost or something? Flavor me how. I'm just going to look really convincing. I'm going to be like, this guy has just really comfort. You know what I mean? Like, we've been asking him really relevant questions to his situation, and we're trying to help his buddy, and we're just here to help. I'm giving off Mr. Rogers vibes. <laughs> okay. I mean, let's see if Jonathan needs the help. I need the help. Oh. Ugh. Oh, okay. There we go. 23. 23. Nice. I'm assuming the help meant like an advantage, right? Yeah. Katie, let's make sure the advantage sticks though. Katie, have Lynn roll performance. Performance? Yeah. Ooh, it's a plus zero. Ah, but it was a 19. Yeah, okay. We'll let that stand then. DJ Fashion's going to kind of go, oh, do you just need me to lie to the cops? Oh my God. Yes. Like, Oh, wow. oh, you could have said that. <laughs> um, My mom didn't raise a narc. Well, so like, this is totally great. Hashtag what noise. And that's going to be what we're going to say from now on. Uh, Rux and Bay, y'all can like come out now. And Rux, how's your tummy? Is it doing better? I think we're playing Unho. 
<laughs> my tummy's been fine. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I just I just laid down a draw four for Bay. So this game's bullshit. At <laughs> this brutal. All right. Well, I'm gonna get up and go lay down a draw four too. So. Uh, you can't stack. I'm sorry. You can't stack uh, draw fours. <laughs> Only draw twos. Those uh, are the oh. official rules. No one does goes by the official rules. Don't you know that, Max? <laughs> Especially from someone from your ancient timeline. Do you need help opening the toilet lid? I could cast knock. I. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's just listen. The police make me nervous. They're out to get us. I feel it. I know they're out to get us for no reason whatsoever. We didn't do anything wrong. Don't mention our names or what we look like to the police ever. I don't think we need to worry about that because they already saw us, so. Mm, well, uh, me and Professor Balzac, we, uh, not Professor, <laughs> me and, uh, who the fuck is Professor Balzac? Me and Balzac? Mr. Uh, Balzac, we have, uh, a, the, not a will they, won't they, it's a, a simmering hatred on his part and a vague awareness of his existence on my part. Okay, well, uh, listen, they're no good. I think he's 30. Maybe we could buy him out or something. I've tried to ask him on many dates. He always turned me down. Is very rude. <laughs> I mean, maybe ask him if he wants a date with, uh, I was gonna say Benjamin Franklin, but I don't know whose face is on our credits because they're just electronic. Ooh. <laughs> it's all Tokyo bed and breakfast. <laughs> it changes depending on the tentacle readings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's digital, so it's whoever the top influencers are. Can you imagine if your money suddenly had, like, Ariana Grande at Kim K, and you're like, wow, really big political shakeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this currency. Yeah, I, I don't know how, to, how you would say that in, you know, New World speak, but uh, that's what I would do. Oh, I'm just going to give BJ my, my business card. If you think of anything else, um, any more personal grudges, or you hear from the other wrestlers that there's like a secret wrestling club that we can go to to figure out more about these people's personal lives, uh, just give us a shout. Yeah, sure. Uh, most of the wrestlers fly in the day of the event, so you're probably not going to see any of them until Saturday. Uh Actually, was Brody here? Yeah. Oh. I mean, he's training us. I didn't know he was here. I thought he came in early. All right, well, I'm going to go try and get a drink with him then. Or make him come over here, I guess. Damn, this fucking ankle. Do you really think that you should be doing things and going out and having drinks while you're clearly injured? Maybe you should just take this time to reflect on your choices and stay home alone. And maybe not be around people that could possibly, potentially, maybe kill you kill me well i mean didn't you just get ran over or something like that by my own car yeah i, I mean it, i'll watch out for vehicles you should also watch out for like people that have you know possibly injured other people so i think the most concerning thing i'm gonna run into today is the fact that my pills say don't mix with alcohol and i'm going to ignore it this yeah. man knows how to party okay <laughs> well um i'm just and i look at everybody and i say I'm just sensing major red flag here. We kind of let these, you know, red flags uh, just wave by us on occasion. This could be one of those times. So just saying. But if y'all think that it's okay for B BJ, right? BJ Handjob. If you think it's okay <laughs> for Handjob uh, to go ahead and do things with an injured ankle and go drink 
and probably not end up dead, you know, or probably end up dead, then that that's what we should do. We should we should let him do that. So if we just let him go and follow him, we could find out who's killing people. Oh wait, babe, that was like super smart of you. Hey, um, BJ, how do you feel about being like bait? What? Huh? Bait. Are you afraid of death? Well, I mean a little bit, yes. I don't, I don't dream of death, not in a good way. Who do you think is going to kill me? Well, let's ask your ankle. But really, who, who, who would have done that? We don't know. That's what we're trying to find out. But I think the best way to go ahead and look is for you to gallivant around the city, um, care unaware, and let us do the dirty work behind the scenes and keep you safe. Oh my god. Like, we're actually being, like, real detectives. Almost bodyguards. Bay cast Disguise Self on themselves to look like BJ Handjob. Fashion. And goes, yeah, if you're too much of a coward pansy-ass jabroni, I could pretend to be you out there. Yeah, I like that idea. You do that, I'm gonna pop a pill and take a nap. This is very healthy to drink and take pills alone. Yeah. Actually, hang on, I, I also want to pop a pill and take a nap. Uh, n- no, you don't. You totally. Uh, I don't even think that pills affect you like that. I'm sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. Do what you want. I um, do have a double king size bed. Are we doing this, bro? <laughs> no, no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're I'd not. Like to hey, snap into you. Uh, we have. Hey, we have things to do. Uh, we have. I'll make you my brother. Oh wow. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Just a little. Before you pop a pill and take a nap, can I? Can I see his jar of pills? Yeah, sure. Are they wiener pills? Uh, it is not wiener pills. You're not looking at a jackpot. You're looking at Percocet. Oh, you definitely shouldn't drink with this. So. <laughs> yeah, just a heads up to all of our listeners. A, do not drink and take medication. Yeah, especially don't. if it says do not drink and take medication. Two, do not drink and take medication alone. <laughs> yeah, unless you want to be super cool. <laughs> Everything we say is comedy. All I do are jokes. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm um, a doctor. Architecture. <laughs> I can see Bay saying that at some point, though. And I will kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, don't follow in BJ Fashion's footsteps. I, 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 I mean, I guess I'm talking to the wind when I say this, but you definitely should not be taking um, any alcoholic substances into your body while you are taking um, these little pills right here. So No, I'll just go sleep, okay? I'll go sleep off the alcohol first. I'll take a pill when I wake up. How's that? Thank you. That's very um, responsible of you, and I'm so proud. Um, and I'm not going to do an inside check because, honestly, I don't care. I just want... Um, to establish authority in here. I did my part. <laughs> Stay hydrated, brother. Keep a glass of vodka on your bedside. <laughs> um, good looking out. All right, well, if you could let yourselves out, I got an automatic lock on the door, so I will just lock it after you leave. Mm, thank you. That sounds uh, sure hope it worked better than your automatic start. <laughs> Thanks. As we're leaving, because Lynn Spector said that, I want to cast Arcane Lock on the door. Ooh. On the front door? Yeah. Okay. Are you leaving that... out the front door too? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that what I want to do? How many doors are there? Front and back. Um, Rex, can you go check the back door to make sure like it's like super locked or whatever? I feel like as a gay podcast we have to use the back door. <laughs> or am I being paranoid? Like should I just like let it like do like the thing that it naturally does? And like he's probably not gonna be attacked. I personally think that they are just trying to incapacitate team member. They're not trying to kill them. My personal opinion, of course, my personal opinion, this is just to ensure that 
one of team leaders becomes boss. Team leader that is not Brody. Mm, okay, I hear, so, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, the last thing I want to try and do, and let me just mm-hmm. double check. I want to leave Alaska Thunderfuck here. Okay. With BJ? Yes. That's nice of you. I'm going to leave um, Alaska kind of like in a bush somewhere. <laughs> and all Alaska is doing is just keeping watch of anyone that may enter or exit this building, this house. Okay. I thought you were leaving it there, leaving her there as like a helpful thing for BJ, but no. Oh my gosh. Okay. Fuck. She'll watch him OD, but. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, Then great. You said you're leaving out the front door then? Yes. Why don't you roll a perception as you open the front door? Got a 17. 11. 16. 23. 23. Yeah, Rux definitely sees that the police are still there outside. Okay. The two officers or detectives are standing at their patrol car, just talking to each other, uh, comparing notes. But if, if you were to leave out the front, they're definitely going to see you leaving out the front. Uh, Zastasha, you don't see this, though, and you start walking. And I think we're going to find out what happens when Zastasha starts walking out the door on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. Oh, no. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Before we sign off, though, I have a quick announcement to make. We have a milestone that we're about to hit as a podcast. We are on the brink of hitting 250,000 downloads. Absolutely incredible. We are so thankful for all the listens. And because of that, we are hosting a get-together on our Discord channel with a few events to celebrate. This party is on April 22nd from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There will be RGRP trivia hosted by Jonathan. Giveaways will have a private viewing of my claim to game show fame. Play some party games and have a virtual toast at the end of the night. Hopefully we can see you there and you can help us celebrate a quarter of a million downloads. And as for this episode, you found out a lot about this case, though, and we have a few days until you're going to learn anything more. So the next episode, if you are able to avoid the cops, is going to actually be the start of like a mini case. Ooh. Right? We'll get you like a little case in between or some stuff to do. But till then, I am Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find the podcast at RollGayRollPlay.com. I'm Brandon. You can find me on t-shirts and all sorts of new merch on our website. Hi, my name is Katie, and it's illegal for me to be uh, present on my IP address. <laughs> and hi, I'm Jonathan, and I'd like to read a quick little co- uh, quote. Jonathan has this uncanny ability to be a totally wonderful human being who creates the most rage-inducing <laughs> characters. I want us to then take that quote, internalize it, Take out Jonathan for Brandle, and let's talk about Bay. <laughs> okay, let's replace Brandle in that sense with Chris and talk about every character he's ever made. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.